what up? Welcome to Jeremiah Wonders, y'all. Ah, yeah. You hear that? That feels real nice. Real nice. Sound good, Uh uh-huh, don't it? I got that morning voice right now, so I like doing this this voice. You know, whenever you wake up in the morning, your, your throat is making your voice a little bit more deep than it normally is? Yeah. Welcome to Hot 103 Jams. That's what one of the places I did in Kansas City for for morning uh, or afternoon press. So they're like, Hot 103 Jams. Yeah. What it do, baby? How you guys doing? If you're listening to this, I'm uh, headed back from Kansas City. I'm recording this in advance. Uh, I'll try to keep this as short as possible so I can uh, spend the most time that I can with my family. But I woke up a little bit early to do this. You might be waking up early right now. How are you guys doing, huh? How was your week? This is going to be a weird, interesting, fun episode because you know what? Your boy went solo. Had a good time? Let me know what you think because it's a lot of user-submitted questions and requests. I think you guys are going to dig it. I think we're going to have a fun time. I think we're going to have a fun, positive experience with each other. Let's hope so, at least. I want to get right into this, guys. I would like to get into the kindness challenge. Yes. Every week I challenge you, the listener, and myself to do something out of the kindness of your heart for maybe someone you know, or it can be a stranger. It can be big. It can be little. It doesn't matter what, as long as you're contributing something positive to society. This letter comes from a listener named Muhammad. I don't know what he looks like or what he sounds like, so I start to wonder... What would this letter sound like if I read it in the voice I think he could possibly have? Hey, Jeremiah. I've been a long-time listener and a big fan of Kill Tony. I live in the burbs of Chicago, and I stopped at an auto shop to get a new light bulb for my headlight. As I was changing my headlight, a woman came out of the shop and asked for my help to change her taillight since the people in the shop said they were unable to help. At first... I was annoyed from a long day from work, but I didn't want my bad day to affect another person by not helping her with her issue. WWJD. What would Jeremiah do? (laughs) So I complied and I changed her light and got a hug from a sweet lady. We brightened each other's day. Shout out to that sweet stranger. Also, shout out to my younger brother Nader and our parents raising us for helping people in need. Thank you for all the laughs and inspiration you brought to us as well as everyone listening and watching. Take care. Cheers, Muhammad. Thank you so much, Muhammad, for submitting that letter. That's pretty amazing that you and your younger brother submitted Kindness Challenge letters. Uh, If you remember, Nader's letter was, uh, I believe, uh, just a few weeks ago on the show. So if you're listening to all these episodes, you know exactly all about Nader. Couple of a uh, couple of pals right into the show. That's amazing. Thank you guys for being kind and and uh, and showing other people how easy it can be to, to help someone's mood and and change uh, change their day with a little bit of kindness. I love reading these guys. Please keep submitting these kindness challenge letters. Uh, if you have uh, time, it's a it's a great way for other people to hear and get inspired to do something nice and uh, kind for somebody out of the kindness of their heart. You can email them to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Yes, and you can also, 
Email uh, your music submissions to possibly be featured in the intro. If you're an artist, you can send in a drawing, painting, sketch, or animation of me and the guest to possibly be featured on the YouTube page or my Instagram. Uh, if you're not doing so already, follow me on social media at Jeremiah Standup. Man, I'll be putting out those fire videos, those, those hot pics, <laughs> the whole thing, you know what I'm saying, dogs? Thank you very much to the sponsors of the show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza, and Menchie Music. That's right, Speedweed in L.A., Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon, and then Menchie Music on the East Coast. <laughs> David Knowles, Seth Miller, what up? Shout out for that sex of the death. And our new sponsor, Caveman Coffee, at Caveman Coffee Co., another L.A.-based company. So we got our weed with Gene over Speedweed, yeah, marijuana delivery. We got a little bit of Bronx-born pizza, which is also a Great Block Pizza in Santa Monica. Same owner, a little Thomas Schiffer action. So uh, hit them up if you want. If you don't like weed, go get your pizza. If you don't like pizza, go get your music. I mentioned music. You don't like your music, go get your coffee, okay? Caveman Coffee. All the bases are covered here on Jeremiah Wonders, okay? Now, if you're a company who like to sponsor the show, Email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com, okay? You can support the show. Yeah, I'm talking to you, the listener, at jeremiahwonders.com. Again, there's a PayPal donation button if you'd like to do that, okay? Every amount is appreciated. No judgment. Doesn't matter how little. Doesn't matter how big, okay? But anything helps. But if not, you know what? Here's the thing. If you can't donate to the PayPal, it's not an issue. You know why? You know what could help me? Why don't you go over to iTunes, leave me a five-star rating, and review the podcast. Well, Jeremiah, yeah, you've said that before on the show. Well, guess what? Doing it again. We're at 423 reviews. I'd love to get to 500 reviews in the next couple of months. Yeah, I said it. Because guess what? There's thousands of you listening to this show, and I want the show to reflect that on the ratings and stuff on iTunes so other people find out about it. If you can uh, give me a little bit of your time, that'd be amazing. So let's get into these tour dates, guys. Okay, let's get down to business. Get into these tour dates, and then we're going to jump into this episode. Am I half awake right now? Yes. I've, I'm starting to, to find that I'm either like really tired or half awake during these intros because it's like the last thing of the week before the brand new week starts. I'm doing my best, guys. Just trying to keep up with this for you guys, the listener. I hope you're having a great time, and we will have a great time today. Shout out to my buddy Gage, who is uh, doing all the editing on this podcast and making my life way easier. Gage T Arena at G A G T I J E R I N A on social media. And uh, you got to check out the show on YouTube if you haven't in a little bit. He's adding this sweet video production stuff to it and sweet edits. And you can actually see Gage live doing stand-up the weekend of March 28th in Dallas, April 4th weekend in Plano, Texas, and April 11th weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. Thank you, Gage. Is that what you freaking wanted, dude? Yeah, I did it. I read your tour dates. And guess what? You guys better back Gage up because he is helping me out so much. I swear, if you guys are in Texas and you don't go see Gage, I'm going to flip my lid. Welcome back to Flip My Lid with Jeremiah Watkins. Let's get to some other tour dates. Stand up on the spot. Get tickets for March 26th, April 9th, April 23rd. Uh, Sunday, March 24th, Reagan Watkins are at the Satellite, L.A. March 29th, Reagan Watkins headline the Golden Hour in L.A. Come see us do a 30-minute set. Philadelphia, Ventura, 
Upper State New York, Austin, St. Louis. These are just some of the places I'm going with Kill Tony and doing stand-up featuring for my pal, the Golden Pony, Tony Hinchcliffe. That's it, guys. This is a fun, wacky, wild episode. It's a lot of me, but it's also a lot of you. So let's get into it. And let me know what you think of Jeremiah Wonders with only Jeremiah Watkins? Something is happening on Jeremiah Wonders. I think another life form might be coming onto the show. No? Lisa? Lisa! How come that sound effect cut out, huh? Hmm? Sorry, guys. Um, one of the PAs of the show, uh, is not doing a great job. Um... It's late, Lisa. It's a little bit difficult to do this solo, okay, guys? There may be some kinks, but you know what? I think it's going to be a fun, wild, weird time, you know? I've got uh, a couple mics here set up, and we're just in it. The hardest thing about going solo is just starting it. Had a couple of false starts. Had some equipment, technical difficulties, but guess what? We're here, we're live, and we're doing it now. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of strong eye contact whenever there's solo episodes, right? Nothing to bounce anything off of anybody. No, 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 no. Straight down the freaking barrel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is how this solo uh, episode works. I Instead of doing like a fanning out segment with you guys, what I usually do with the guests on an episode... I kind of do that throughout the episode, and I am going to try to answer as many questions as I can, and mm, there's some pretty good ones. There were some character suggestions, there were some good impression suggestions, and we're going to just start going through them and seeing where this episode leads us, you know what I mean? This first suggestion, I forget who sent this in, but I like this, it was a uh, disappointed Al Pacino. Okay, you want me to do disappointed Al Pacino? You you got it, dude. Uh, maybe Al Pacino has a, a, a roommate, okay? He's back to the college days, okay? He's in college, but he's still, he's still old Al Pacino. He's an old Al Pacino that went back to school, but he's living the dorm life. Could be, it's, the movie writes itself. And here we go. Oh, oh no, ah, ooh, hey, ah, Tommy, ah, did you not refill the Brita? How many times do I gotta tell you, you gotta refill the Brita? Huh? Why are you not refilling the Brita when clearly you were the person to last have that gulpy goodness of water, huh? Is it just me? Are you trying to make a nice out of me? Come on. How hard is it to go over to the faucet and refill the water? Is it really that difficult? And that's Al Pacino. Very disappointed in, um, in his friend. Do you feel that? It's momentum, guys. 
we're picking up. I think we're I think we're picking up steam. I don't know what we're picking up exactly, but Awesome. Okay, I I'm glad that you guys like the show. I think awesome. that that you're you know, it's nice that you're you thought that that was a oh. Was that a good all or was that a was that a bad all? Oh. Lisa, can we check on that? Then go get Gage. Go go ask him, okay? <sighs> Lisa doesn't realize that she's not a problem solver. You know what I mean? I have to still solve the problem. She's supposed to be assisting me with this production. I'm hitting my own mics. I, I, I'm flustered, guys. Okay? Uh, this is a question that comes from at Britain underscore hack. What is your favorite Kill Tony character to play? Hmm? Feminist Stacy is probably one of mine. Um, Shanks. Darwin, the emo kid. I like doing that one. Cat Burglar, of course. Get back now. Uh, Vinny Mancino, the Italian mobster. I love doing that one. And uh, But some of them, some of my favorite characters are not necessarily recurring, and I'm excited to do them again on the show. I wrote down a couple that, uh, that I really enjoy doing. Aubrey, the assistant Starbucks manager. That guy's fun to play. He's a... Uh, He's broken inside, but he's just trying to keep it together on the outside. You know, you know those people when you go into to Starbucks and there's like, hey, how are you? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything I can get you? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My wife just left me. Okay. Yeah. And that's a vent to you, said. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Not a problem. Okay. Great. And anything else? Would you like a CD or anything? A little stocking stuffer for Christmas? I haven't seen my kid in three Christmases. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. That guy's fun. Mr. Fumna. Do you remember Mr. Fumna? He's half man, half deer. I love playing characters that there's no rules. Like you are creating the mythology. You're creating everything about them. That's what makes it fun. And if you can pull off jokes that are working, that makes it even better because it's way harder to do because there's no reference point. If it's an impression, if it's like a Doc Brown or something like that or a Professor Snape, which I love playing both of those, people have context already and you're kind of off running because there's already reference points and there's already jokes you can make about that. But I sometimes like creating stuff from scratch that it's a challenge to, you know, to, to really do it. Love the Milkman. I love the 80s comics that we did. That's actually, the 80s comics is actually, uh, the origin of that is from a bit that I've been doing in my Santa Act for years. And I figured, I asked the guys, I was like, what if we did these as characters? I've been doing this this character, this 80s comic character in my stand-up for many years. And uh, yeah, Joel was all about it. He's like, let's freaking do it, dude. So we'll have to bring those 80s comic characters back. And uh, only Pete, uh Blaine Pete, a construction worker, uh, I'm going to bring him back. He's he's good, you know. His, uh, the reason why they call him Blaine Pete is, uh, you know, his wife uh, makes him Blaine sandwiches all the time, so that's why they call him Blaine Pete. So there, I don't know. There's so many. That's such a, a hard question to answer, but I, I did it to the best of my ability, guys. If by whatever reason you don't know what Kill Tony is and what I'm talking about, I kind of jumped into it. Do yourself a favor. Type in Kill Tony on YouTube. Go to killtony.tv. I stress that. I made this website that has every episode categorized 
with all the characters and it's just all in one page and you can just go and scroll which guests, which episode numbers, all the YouTube links are all in one place. And I spent a long time doing that and uh, my buddy Akeem in Germany helped me uh, uh, fix like broken links and he helped me like organize different stuff on that. So shout out to him. Killtony.tv. Check it out. Yeah. Alex Yurkabaza, I believe on Instagram, wrote, What is your favorite part of each of your projects? Kill Tony, Stand Up on the Spot, Roast Battle, Jeremiah Wonders. Kill Tony, my favorite thing about that is uh, the creative freedom that uh, our pal Tony Hinchcliffe gives us on that show as far as uh, he never knows what kind of characters we're going to be doing. And every week, it's uh, we've been challenging ourselves to learn new music, which has been making me a better musician and rehearse more and work with the guys more. So that's been exciting and uh, and fun. And just building up the roster of characters has been amazing. Because one of my favorite things, if you're not following me on uh, Instagram, go to at Jeremiah Stand Up. Go there. Look at my Instagram story highlights. And you'll see I put a bunch of characters that I've done from weeks and weeks of Kill Tony and other shows where I've played characters on different sketches and stuff like that. And there's like over 40 of them and that's not even those are the ones that I remembered to tape myself after doing the show a lot of them I didn't put on there because I was scatterbrained and you know a lot of a lot of hubbub after the show you know talking about guys uh so that uh stand up on the spot that's my baby I've been doing that show over eight years so that is exciting in a different way because I'm learning and growing all the time with that that's a hard it's probably one of the hardest shows that I do because if you haven't seen that show, you go up with no prepared material, ask the audience for suggestions, they yell out uh, suggestions uh, out of the audience, and you have to create stand-up on the spot based off those audience suggestions. So sometimes it's really good, and then other times it's it's just it's a little hard to watch because I was cold open the show, and I'm explaining the format, and then people are kind of like, okay, and then I have to kind of get them on board. So if I have a good set during that, that's like feels like a big accomplishment. And I also, probably my favorite, favorite part of that is uh, there's guys like Joe Rogan and, and Burt Kreischer and uh, different guys who've done the show over um, over time. There's been so many guys uh, and gals who've done the show who get material out of doing it. And that's my favorite thing when somebody walks off stage and the, the look on their face are like, I think I got some new material out of that set. And they're just so jazzed about it. That's probably one of my favorite parts of stand up on the spot. And then... Um, uh, roast battle. I mean, Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter, as far as like having fun with like an ensemble, like we're making each other laugh the entire time. It's so ridiculous. It's so silly. It's so stupid. And it's very divisive, which makes it that much more fun. And we're, tr- and we're purposely trying to be edgy and raw. And that is what's fun about that is I do things on that show that I, I definitely wouldn't do in other shows that are way more risque that I would definitely do inside my stand-up, if that makes sense. It's just a different outlet for that. So I like that, uh, how how crazy we get. And Jeremiah Wonders, I mean, another baby. You know what I mean? We're still finding all f- different kinds of things that work on this show and, uh, and, you know, that don't. And this is evolving into something pretty fun and special. I think we're actually getting uh, a call. Oh, you know what? It's Al Pacino. He's pretty upset about that impression that he heard a little bit earlier in the show. Um, hello? Is uh, is this Al? Hey, this is Jeremiah Watkins. 
yeah do you have um do you have something that's like on your on your on your tongue or something you sound like you're oh oh yeah oh 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 uh, you have a you have a uh, uh, eat a slice of pizza a little bit too fast coming out of the oven and you're like i can't resist it oh ah oh and you put it in your mouth and it burns it burns the roof of your mouth yeah i mean i do that all the time i'm, I'm a big pizza eater so i totally get what's going on so uh you're upset with uh some the the impression that i did earlier oh yeah you really got down to my core real real angry real jack and jill scenario i didn't bring up jack and jill you you're a great actor i would never bring up some of the movies that you may have regretted doing over your career why you think that i regret things what about the great film devil's advocate what about that one that was a great film it was with uh keanu reeves and uh you know what uh this is really weird um i think keanu reeves is actually calling into the show as well oh oh i haven't talked to that guy in a long time hello keanu keanu are you there hello yeah it's me keanu I'm filming John Wick 9 soon. John Wick 9? It's John Wick 3. I know for a fact it's John Wick 3. Yeah, but there's also other alternate realities within John Wick that we're exploring. So, yeah, we already shot John Wick 3, but also as well. I don't like people who say also as well. Have you ever noticed that when people are like also too? Don't say also too. Also as well. I said not also too. So we're filming lots of John Wick. Hey, hey, Keanu, quit plugging your movies, man. We got a man to take down right now, and that guy is Jeremiah Watkins. Sorry, okay. Um, So there's a hit out on you now, okay? Why, am I, why do I feel like I'm talking to Keanu from Bill and Ted right now? This doesn't... Dude, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, dude. It sounds like. Are you getting ready for the next Bill and Ted? I saw that 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 you are making that soon. Yeah, I mean, I am. Well, I kind of want to hear from John Wick, Keanu. I don't want to hear from Bill and Ted's. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. Okay, that's a little bit more like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That 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 uh. That that scene in John Wick, they're like, hey, are, are you back, John Wick? And then you say, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, it's like a little bit lower. It's a less surfery. It's still Keanu. Hey, I've noticed, Keanu, you do, sorry to, to cut you off, Al Pacino, you do random acts of kindness that fit in with this show actually really well. Like you give up your, uh, your subway seat um, in New York uh, for other ladies when other people are filming you you have no idea and uh, i really like that did you just burp yeah i had a little bit of a throat gas i didn't want to do it in the mic whoa hey hey i gotta go i don't have lots of time just sticking around listen to you two kitty cats talking on on the phone why do you why do you sound like very like you're about to start scatting Al Pacino? It's it's very like like I, I get it. You have like that that rumbly voice, but it's 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 almost like 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 Louisiana at, at some point. I don't 
See, you started scatting right there. I got to let you guys go. Uh, this is taking up a lot of time on the show. But um, thank you so much for calling into Jeremiah Wonders. Wow. Literally, nothing got solved. You still got a hit on your head, Jack. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. Well, that was interesting, to say the least. Uh, some very interesting interesting reach of this podcast. A lot of people would not think that, you know, by the view count on some of the YouTube videos, um, don't let that discourage, like, how many people are actually listening to this thing, you know? It, but if you're not watching on YouTube, maybe hop over, check it out, because um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that you have no idea what's going on with the audio. You know what I mean? If you don't watch the video, you know? You know, just like, if if you're just like listening to this right now, you have no idea what I'm doing. But I might be, you know, I could be doing nothing, but maybe check out the video. What a plug. Doing sexy, sexy things. Sexy things in the in the background. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta tell people to come over to, um, you gotta be like, hey, um, I know, um. You know, uh, you like, um, call me on the, on the phone, but how about we FaceTime? <laughs> I love FaceTiming. I actually hate FaceTiming. Guys, can we stop it? I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to look at you while I talk on the phone, okay? If I'm talking on the phone, I don't want to look at you. I want to, I want to get to it. You know what I mean? I don't, don't want to be doing one, one of these. Watching you walk around your freaking apartment or whatever. No. No. I don't want to see your your morning face. Let me assume that you look bad. I don't want to see you look bad. Quit FaceTiming. <sighs> Not worth it. Oh, I miss my wife. I miss my kids. I don't care. Just call them on the phone. Oh, I want to see them. Forget about it. It's an inconvenience. No, no, I think it's really good. You gotta keep up with them. No. Let them try to remember what your face looks like. It and have them paint a picture to your voice. Huh? Have your sons and daughters forget what you look like because you're on the road too much, huh? Maybe do that for a change. Huh? I'm anti-FaceTime, okay? I'm not I'm not for it. If I see a FaceTime. It's coming up on my phone. Guess what? Ignore. You get a text. What's up? Yeah, I'm that guy. Or I I don't allow the video and I just allow the audio of the FaceTime. Oh, you think you can control me and look at me whenever you want, willy-nilly style? I don't freaking think so, dude. I'm not into it. So quit trying to see me in my private space when I don't want to be seen. I'll see you probably later tonight. I'll see you at a holiday. I'll see you at divorce court. I don't know. <sighs> this next question, guys. Uh, I mean, this episode is just... People say it's... Oh, no. Were those bats and bass dropping at the same time? Yo, is Batman here? 
what if what if that's like the 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 new age Batman? He's like a DJ who's who fights crime. Oh, the most repulsive version of Batman you've ever seen. Yo, I'm here and I'm about to fight some crime. Yeah, vinyl. Uh, he he has a mustache. It's a it's a bat. He clearly has like the Batman mask, the the classic one, but he has a handlebar mustache. And like instead of the bat signal, they just like play this. Oh no, he's here! And then uh, he starts like you know cutting people. He, his batarang is is old vinyl that's in the shape of a bat. And um, instead of a, a Batmobile, he has just a, a fixed bike uh, that he's just like like ching 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 ching. <laughs> just you know like hey um hey hey. Hey, hey, uh, what's his, let's figure out his voice. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 um, hey, hey, guys, hey, uh, hey, um, yeah, okay, this is pretty good, yeah. Hey, hey, it's Batman, I heard you called. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I got, I got the bat signal. Yeah, I guess, what's up? Um, so, uh, I, I think I'm gonna, uh, fight crime and whatever, uh, uh, utility belt, <laughs> mustache wax. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that, that's for you. Uh, that's for you. And that's for you. Oh, yes. Another cat delivered back to its owner. All right. I'm Bat. Uh, I'm Hipster Batman. I'll see you later. And then he just disappears with with ninja smoke. I mean, it's a it's a. Th- These are just pitches. Oh, can I not pitch? Can I not pitch ideas to you? Oh, coming off act acting all high and mighty, you you come up with an alternate Batman timeline. Do you know how big this show is? Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves already called in, so don't be giving me any guff, okay? There are celebrities on the standby, just waiting to call in at any moment, okay? Oh no. Um, Theo Vaughn is actually calling in. People have been uh, asking for him to be a guest on this show, and I'm actually I'm very curious uh, to see what um, he has to say. Hello, um, Theo, is that you? Sir, bro. Is this Theo? Yeah, bro. Sir. Uh, big fan. We've been friends for a long time. Um, I know you're busy, but can you, can you come on the show? People keep, I don't want to say people, I don't want to say Theo that people are necessarily bugging me for you to do the show, but it's been a lot of tweets. It's been a lot of Instagram posts. It's been a lot of Reddit posts. So can you come do the show? I don't know, bro. What's in it for me? What do you What do you mean? What What's in it for you? What kind of question is that, dude? I'm I'm busier than a uh, than a cat's tail on a picnic summer afternoon, man. What What does that mean, dude? Man, I'm busier than than straight up like like the moon waxing and waning on a freaking calendar, bro. That's pretty busy, so I I gotta I gotta respect that. Um, Theo, people would love to have you on the show, so I appreciate actually that you are calling into the show. Uh, 
right now. And uh, do you have any advice for me? You know, you're a big podcaster. We've known each other a long time. Uh, I see you at the comedy store all the time. Uh, we 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 talk a lot when uh, when when you have uh, uh, spare moments. Dude, just keep at it, bro. And uh, yeah, man. Maybe maybe cut your hair, bro. You you think cutting my hair would help my career? Dude, take it from me, man. Pre pre Theo Mullet, dude. I was slower than a raccoon on the afternoon of a Sunday brisket. That I mean, that's not very busy. Yeah, I mean, before I had a mullet, uh, dude, straight up, like, I was, like, my schedule was more open than the thighs of a stripper in a Louisiana hurricane, bro. Really? That, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty slow. Um. Yeah, man, but before I had my mullet, bro, dude, I, I straight up, straight up, dude, straight up. Nothing, dude. That wasn't even an analogy. Yeah, dude, so you just need to cut that hair, dude. I mean, dude, you look... You look like real housewives of Metalanta right now, dude. Okay, you don't have to... You don't have to start roasting me. I know you're very good at roasting, Theo, but you don't have to roast me on my own show. Yeah, dude, you look like cartoon Doug came to life, had sex with a bird, rode that bird as Falcor, like a never-ending story, had more baby birds, fed them their own children, and those children grew up to be imaginations of elephant ears on a dog. I don't think I'm following some of these, but like, somehow I like all of them. I... Can I can I just say I'm I don't know what I don't know what you're doing, but I like what you're doing. I respect, bro. All right, I gotta go. Uh, all right, all right. Thanks for calling in, Theo. All right, I'll be on the show soon, dude. Well, that's uh, that's a confirmed booking for Jeremiah Wonders, Theo. If you're listening. I'm very excited to have you on very soon, but brother, I I couldn't even say brother. I missed up. I missed up brother. I'm very excited to have you on on the show, and that's actually sincere. I would love to have, have Theo on the show. I love I love me some Theo. This is a dark question from at not Libby, my friend Libby Thomas. How many laughs does it take to fill the void? Asking for a friend. Well, you know what? That sounds like my character Darwin wrote that. How many laughs does it take to fill the void? Asking for a friend. Well. I didn't want to get too serious. But. It takes a lot. It takes... fill the void you need I promised myself I wouldn't cry but to fill the void you have to have so much laughter that it takes Lisa could you 
could you give me a second while I try to tell the audience and answer this question? Thank you. As I was saying, to fill the void with laughter is a big feat. Lisa, can I answer the question seriously? I'm trying to have one serious moment on the podcast, okay? Did you just have a chicken and a chipmunk laughing at me? I don't appreciate that. I don't think uh, it's good for the show. I don't think it's good for the listeners or the viewers to see me get flared up like this. Okay? <sighs> Takes a lot of laughter to fill the void. I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's a, a mixed trope with some comedians. Some comedians definitely have that. I think it's uh, I think it's after a while it definitely becomes a little bit of an addiction. Like It's like a high because the, the feeling that you get from performing and being on stage and getting those laughs, it makes you feel good. It's a it's a it's a pick you up. So I do think that that technically could happen. Does that make sense? At Yesa Yasha, are the Scissor Brothers ever going to release an album or three? Yeah, me and Stevie Weeby, we're Scissor Brothers for life. Okay, and I think probably. Most definitely, we're gonna have to do a, some co- kind of collaboration. Did you did you see the Stevie Weeby episode? Oof! It was straight up, it was straight up magical, and it felt so good. It felt so good. Okay, uh, that is actually the alert saying that I've gone completely insane. Um, I'm actually, uh, to paint a picture, what's what's funny uh, is anybody who does these solo episodes is they're ranting and raving in a room by themselves. I'm alone right now in my apartment just going to town. I got a light set up. I got mic set up. There's a freaking sax just in the background that I haven't even addressed yet. We'll get to that a little bit later. But anyway... Thought you guys should know. You know what I I think would be fun right now? What I'm going to do? A new segment. I've never done it before. I am going to throw this to a travel bit that I did. I went to Austin. I was in South by Southwest this past weekend with Roast Battle. And in my downtime, I had time to interview a few interesting people while I was out there at South by Southwest. So let's roll that beautiful footage. I'm in virtual reality. Oh, there's a girl over there. And there's a guy over there. This girl's smiling and kind of shaking her hair. And this guy's not doing anything. This guy's just in khaki pants. He's urinating his khaki pants right now. The girl? What's going on with her? She looks a little inviting. Whoa. Nope. How do you select something? You make like an L? Look at it, pinch it, drag it. (laughs) Not really. 
Okay, this is weird because the khaki guy is directly in front of you now. You can walk around I can walk around it? Yeah. That guy, the guy in the khakis freaks me out a little bit. He's not, he's not here at the convention, is he? The real guy is here. If he walks up in front of me, I'm going to freak out while his hologram image is right next to me. You can call him out? Yeah. Where is he at? I don't know. We have to find him. I mean, he's in the convention somewhere. All right. But it would be funny if you see him walking around in real life and you're like, hey, I'm not waiting there. I know. I, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to scream. I'm going to be like, what black magic is here at South by Southwest? I'm here, live on the scene, at the sequel of Bird Box 2. That's right. Their vision is completely gone. I, they will not be looking at any of the monsters surrounding them here at South by Southwest. Bird Box 2, live on the scene. What are you seeing right here, right now, sir? Fantastic. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> yes, I am. What are you seeing right now? Uh, I'm in Botswana. There's a village of people, and I'm just learning about uh, their ecosystem there and how they live with the elephants. Wow. Did you choose Botswana? No, no, it just kind of... Uh, Nobody chooses Botswana. Well, I... <laughs> you never will know that we left. I'm here with Kumail right now. Yeah. And uh, what were you just telling me a second ago? Hey, man, y'all killed it the other night, man, over at the hideout. You saw the, a roast battle, right? The roast battle. Y'all dudes are crazy, man. Look, you have got to support these guys, support the show. I mean, monster crazy, such an eclectic group. These guys are awesome, man. Man, he's all about that wave life. Yeah, that wave. Whoa. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all turned it out, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Y'all are excellent, bro. Thanks for coming up, bro. For appreciate sure. it, yeah. All right. Who am I here with right now? Uh, we are Angels and Demons uh, promoting Good Omens. It's going to be on Amazon uh, May 31st. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I'm the only good one here right now. You see the other two black right here, so they're evil, and you got a witch finder right there, but I'm the only one that's going to win in the very end. You already know that already. Can never trust angels. Look at the first one, Lucifer. Is it what? <laughs> He's the only black guy in your group. <laughs> no, we got a black guy right here. Wait, he doesn't have wings? No, I'm a witch finder. I'm a witch finder. Oh, you're a witch finder. And the end is nigh. Do you do that accent in the show? Well, in the show, they are British, so we all kind of took on this uh, this accent. Well, let me hear the, the accents that you guys do on the show. <laughs> what would you like me here? Yeah, do you, Is there anything you what, would like me aside? I'm an angel. Uh, That's an why angel, I am. Right? Look at us. I'm the puppet. I'm the puppet. The goddamn devil. We're going to save your souls. That's what we're going to do. We're going to save your soul if you deserve it. It's take time. And this guy's just on his phone texting over here. He's not involved at all. I'm trying to find free food, so that's why. I'm an angel down on my time. I love fish and chips, eh? Behind me, what a bugger! Bugger? 
<laughs> well, no, no, I, I got a comment. No, oh. the only, no, the only black angel has white wings, and the only white guys have black wings. Exactly. What, exactly. what, what, what is that all about? It's called integration. <laughs> He's gotta have some diversity. He's a demon in angel's clothing. No, you know what that's called? That's called equal opportunity evil. Or good. I'm all about that life. Equal opportunity. You don't have to be white evil. to be black to be evil motherfucker. You don't have to be white to be black to and be evil. And I'm on my character right now, so you know what Don't let the gold shit fool you in my goddamn face. I've been dealing with it for the whole goddamn week right now. And we the got, fact of is that we got I've been gold called a Victoria's Secrets model. I've been called gold a fucking member. black gold member on fucking Austin Powers. I've been all over, but I will tell you this. I've had a great time at South by Southwest, my very first one. And we're making the money, but I'll tell you what, if I was Victoria's Secret's model, I would take that draw's money just like them girls did and spend the same damn way. Ow. Now, I've got a very special treat for you. I've got the season one champion of Roast Battle, and he's actually going to roast you guys right here, right now. Yeah, this guy right here. This is Mike Lawrence. Mike Lawrence is here with me. This guy's going to roast us? This guy is going to roast. I'm right here. This is Mike Lawrence. He's a space invader. Look at his shirt. All right, so they're already starting to roast you, Mike. Uh, they called you. Who's representing who in court right now? This is amazing to me. Well, I represent R. Kelly, and I'm representing common fucking sense. I believe none of you can fly. You're right about that. You're right about that. But all of us can lie. You're right about. He ain't flying nowhere right now. He's in a fucking cage. Unfortunately, but yet and still, you do the time, you do the crime, you do the time. Bullshit. No, he's sitting on the couch with Gail. That's what he's doing. No, he ain't. Gail fucked him over. You already know that. Gail fucked him over. This is another combo. That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's getting real deep right now. This is somehow recreating all of my Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> you must have been the odd man out. <laughs> you like black women. That's what that's all about. No problem with that. You got black angels. I think we can all agree on that. I'm sure. I think me and you are going to remake Hitch. <laughs> nah, that's pretty good. And I like and I like Will Smith, but you know what? That shit don't exist. That don't exist. You know that don't exist. You'll get in so much trouble these days. You'll get into sexual harassment suits, all kind of bullshit. If you look at goddamn uh, Revenge of the Nerds, you can't do no more panty rays. You know what the fuck that will get you in trouble with? You're about my I'm age. guessing you learned the hard way. No, I didn't. I learned the easy way. I looked before I learned. <laughs> well, this has been another awkward moment on Jeremiah Wonders. Hope you enjoyed that on location stuff. Yeah. Did you like it? Is it fun at least a little bit? Trying some new stuff. We'll see if we we can do it. I haven't answered many of these questions. I've gone on so many uh uh, tangents. I'll, I'm going to try to to burn through a bunch of these questions, and then we'll get into the final segment of this show. I'm actually traveling um, back to Kansas City this week, so I'll have to um, keep this episode um, a little uh, condensed. Uh, but here we go. Let me try to burn through as many of these as possible. Um, somebody wanted me to try to do an Alex Jones impression. <sighs> let me see. Let me see if I can. Uh, Alex Jones, Sylvester Stallone, and Jimmy Carr were other suggestions of uh, impressions. Trying to remember what he sounds like, but he sounds a little bit like this. And he gets really upset. He gets really mad. And those flat earthers, it starts rambling. It sounds a little bit like the Tasmanian devil. And don't keep it started. Otherwise, are you kidding me? Anyway, he gets really, he gets really worked up. Uh, that's what I like uh, about Alex Jones, where he gets so... 
just like ready to just like pounce on somebody. No, that's not what I said at all. That is not what I said at all. No, listen to what I'm saying. Uh, are you you're my wonder fan or uh, uh, yeah, no, I made Creed. No, yeah, I produced Creed. You, what? Yeah, I I produced Creed. Like the band? Yeah. Look, not many people know that I produced the band. I actually wrote the lyrics. We are wide open. Unblessed, unlight. Welcome to this place. To show you everything. I thought you... Pre- I thought you produced the movie Creed. No, I, I produced both. Right? You produced the Creed albums as well as the movie Creed? Really? Yeah, what do I believe? You know what? Everything's starting to make a little bit more sense now. You're, you're very clear. How did you patch into the show without calling in like that? Well, I've actually been living in your apartment for a while. You've been living in my apartment for a while, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, you know where you keep all your podcast equipment? I'm just right behind there. Alright, I gotta let you go. Well, technically, I still live here, but okay. Alright. This is what it looks like to have a mental breakdown on a podcast. What if every 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 time I did a solo episode, you slowly start to see me unravel, and then by like the end of the like the 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 season finale, I'm just like in a freaking like uh like the Silence of the Lambs mask. And I have like the straight jacket on and I'm being wheeled out and I'm still trying to be like, oh, I think we have a collar. 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 That'd be fun, right? Like I said, I got to burn through these questions and do get into sax talk before the end of this episode, okay? Aunt Monty Greer, I'm on Figaro Street in downtown LA. Can you help me find parking? Oh, great, Monty. Thanks thanks for that prank question, friend. Yeah, I know, Monty. I know where Figaro Street is downtown. That means you're auditioning for something. Way to rub it in, dude. Great. You're auditioning for something. I wasn't there. You're always putting your freaking six-pack abs on Instagram and tagging me in it to look at it. Well, guess what? It's not working. Not for me, dude. Maybe there's other dudes out there that and other gals that want to see that. But guess what? I'm working on my own gut right now. I'm trying to get my sweat on. Not really. I need to get back to the gym, guys. It's really hard. It's do you know how hard it is to go to the gym? Like it's not even worth it. Like like yeah, you feel better, but it's also like it's so much work. Do you even really want to be going? Nobody's happy looking whenever they leave the gym. They look exhausted and they look disgusting, but it's all about those pics later. Got to have that hot bod. Yeah. I would rather eat and chill. Yeah, you feel a little bit temporarily sluggish or whatever, but man, 
Oh, so much better. Just swallowing just liquids down like pops, sodas, carbonated beverages, all of that stuff. You got your Gardettos. You got Funyuns. You've got Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Do I normally stock all of that in the fridge? No, I don't. But why would I put it in the fridge? Uh, Jeremiah, I don't know. It's a little bit be weird to put chips in the fridge. Yeah, put them in the pantry. What are you talking about? But no, do I want to go to the gym? I don't think so, but will I continue to? I probably will, because I don't like feeling the effects of feeling the flab. Once you feel the flab, like whenever you're moving around and you feel like, like it follows you like a, like a chemtrail. Oh, you hear that? It follows you like a, like a, like a, like a shooting star. Like, like, like you're running and then you're like, I've already moved over here and now the rest of my body is coming over here. It's like, oh no, oh, I'm feeling this a little bit of that. I'm feeling like, oh no, here's my hips. Here's that. Here's this. Oh, is that all? Oh, what? Oh, there's so much skin. There's so much gelatin. What's happening? I don't know. Oh, oh, interesting question. At Barkin W. Larkin, are you auditioning for any TV or movie roles? Yeah, I am Monty Greer. So take that. Have I been booking them? No. Did I shoot a pilot in Canada? Yes, I did. Will it get picked up? I don't know. Is Hollywood a harsh business? Yes. <laughs> At L. Hodgins, 72. Ever going to be on Tiger Belly? That would be a good laugh fest. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. I would like to be on that show, but I'm not the kind of person who asks about it. It's a, it's a weird thing in the podcast community if, if you straight up ask somebody to do their podcast. It's a little bit like uh, going up to a hot girl and being like, so are we having sex later? That doesn't work. It's a turnoff right away. It's disgusting. Do I want to have Theo Vaughn on this podcast? Yes. Have I asked him before? Yes. He's very busy. Will he come on eventually? I think so. But do I want to do his podcast? Yeah, that'd be cool. But do am I going to go up to him and ask him to be on the podcast? Probably not. So what is most helpful, I think, is usually like if it's organic. If they ask you, that's how it usually works. You know, it's just like any other relationship. You don't like, you don't go up to the person you like and, and you're like, so is uh, we having sex now or what? No, it's too much. So I guess you know what would be funny though, if if a bunch of you tweet or Instagram at Bobby to get me on Tiger Belly. Then I'll just ask him, and then I'll be like, dude, I people keep tagging me. It's, I don't know what it is, man. They just really want me on your show. Release the hounds. Are you going to make a Rasta-themed snake on a rope t-shirt? That's from Instagramuel. Uh, you know what? If you guys want it, I'll make it. Would you guys like a rope snake? You want one of those t-shirts, man? Yeah, man, from Skeeta. Do you want one of those rope snake shots? Yeah, broom ba 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 bo bam bo. Bidi bidi ba da da da. Bidi da da boot da. Bidi da da doot. Rup. Rup. That's what Lisa's actual laugh sounds like. That's what she that's what I hear in my head when a segment doesn't work or something on the show doesn't work. I just hear that. It's just this gross Yeah, Lisa. Okay. Yeah, I'll move it along. Yeah, I've already said that I'm going to move it along many times. <laughs> <laughs>
Should I have ended earlier? Yeah, I'm running out of time. I got to pack all this stuff up and go to freaking Kansas. Headline some shows. By the time this comes out, hopefully they were sold out and great. But who knows? We'll freaking see. I'm optimistic, though. At Napper. Did you shave your pubes right after the chili peppers killed Tony? No. Keep watching. We followed it up at the Chris Pontius episode later on. That's why I got a Brazilian wax as Anthony Kiedis on Kill Tony later on. I got a Brazilian wax live on stage. You got to watch that Chris Pontius episode. Yeah. At Ian Flog. Why aren't you headlining everywhere yet? Especially Minneapolis. I ask myself that all the time. Why am I not headlining in Minneapolis? How can I make this thing happen? What are the comedy clubs that I can be headlining in Minneapolis? Yes, do I want to be headlining more places? Yes, I do. Will it happen? Yes. Was it like the organic thing that I said earlier? Yes. But what does help is at comedy clubs when they're like, who would you like to see at this club? If you guys happen to be there seeing other people, type or write your boy's name in. Stuff like that actually goes a long way. You'd be surprised. If there's any comedy clubs that are still doing that, then fill my name in. Who knows? Maybe that'll help. At Iana223. Hey, Jeremiah, N64 PS1, are you freaking stupid? Yeah. N64 all the way. Is that even a question? My friends had PS1s, and I was like, no, thank you. Absolutely not. Not my cup of tea. You know why? There's way better games like Super Mario 64. We got Blitz. We got Donkey Kong Country 64, 007, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark. So many amazing games. Some of them, yeah, you could they swung both ways. You could get them on PS1, but guess what? The controlling and the ergonomics of the uh, of the joystick and the AB situation and the trigger and the Z button, all that was one of the best controllers ever on the N64. So don't even get me started between N64 or PS1. Hey, they had Tony Hawk on there. Well, guess what? They had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on N64 as well. So shut it down right now. Shut it down. Okay. Uh, but Jeremiah, you still have to blow on the cartridges and stuff. You got a scratch. You got one scratch. One, one, one scratch on a PS1 disc? Gone. No. Oh, Skippy and stuff? I'd rather... Yeah, you might have to blow on it a few times, but don't be an idiot. N64 is way better than PS1. Is that a good enough answer? Good. At Harley... Rainaquin, who blows up the inflatable saxophones? Tony Hinchcliffe makes fun of me a lot for this. I blow up my own inflatable saxophones. Yes. Every inflatable saxophone that you've purchased, maybe that you've seen after a show, I'm blowing up myself. Yeah, I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in on the stickers. I'm, I'm, I'm selling them. Have I got it in my head a little bit about them? Maybe. Should I order some of them more for the more shows? Possibly. Have I been doing this a lot, this show, where I ask hypothetical questions to myself, and so I say, should I do this, should I do that, and then I answer very quick and short answers? Yeah, that's my thing. Okay, cool. Well, good to know, Jeremiah. At uh, B-Dog De Hustla. Gwen Stefani. Oh, this is just a request. Gwen Stefani, where she's in the music video, but people keep screwing up the banana part. P.S. Love the show, buddy. I'm trying to trying to burn through these. I'll do another solo one. It might be a little bit smoother than this. I feel like as the longer the episode went on, I got more comfy, got more in my zone, got more a little bit loose, all that stuff. Maybe I'll cut off the first part of this and you won't even know that uh, it was shaky at all. Or maybe I left it in and you don't even know the difference what I cut out earlier. 
Gage, we'll figure this out, brother. Okay, Gwen Stefani. Ooh, B-A-N-N-S is bananas. B-A-N-G-R-L-K. Okay, who's saying that? Who's saying, who doesn't know how to spell bananas? Bananas is pretty easy to spell. Ooh. It's just B-A-N-N-A-S. It's bananas. It's easy to... Okay, one, two, one. This is bananas. A-P-A-P. Who is saying... Who just tried to spell apple? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta move on. Overraged trick-or-treaters. Over oh overaged trick or treaters, hardy promotions. Hi, hello, hi. We're pirates. Ah, we love candy. Oh, oops, sorry, my my dentures fell out in, in my bucket. I know the pirates just they don't have very strong teeth. They're dying of scurvy. I need some fruit, but first I'd love some candy. Well, there you go. At the Vasco Bernardo, when is Kill Jeremiah 2 Watkins Returns coming out? They're referring to Kill Jeremiah, uh, episode 244 of Kill Tony, when your boy won the weight gain challenge. I gained 30 pounds in one month and got to host Kill Tony. Keep tweeting at Tony. I love it. I love it. That's one thing where, like, the Tiger Belly thing, you can do that if you want, but tweet at Tony Hinchcliffe and on Instagram. Keep saying, when is Kill Jeremiah happening and those comments are going to stack up i'll retweet every one of those on twitter yeah guys yeah and you guys retweet them too and we'll make this freaking thing happen we got to come up with a new challenge at adversatio what was your overall impression of the three kill tony shows in europe dublin amazing audience london amazing audience manchester we were legit so sick uh everybody was saying how wild manchester was going to be we were a little bit thrown when the audience was actually pretty reserved compared to some of uh these other moments that we had in dublin and london but uh everybody's super cool and super nice and we appreciate everybody coming out and we just had to try to get through that show i got to the venue as soon as i got out of the cab i threw up right outside of the venue, and we were all literally laying on the floor of the green room before we went on on that Manchester show. So uh, if it seems like it's a little bit low energy and, and not like moving as much, we were very, very, very ill. And we either got food poisoning or something called uh, the neurovirus from like shaking somebody's hand or like something like an exchange of like maybe the meet and greet. I have no idea, but um, it was 24 hours of uh, being pretty nasty sick. Invictus 88. What's your favorite kind of burrito? California, bro. No cilantro. Don't say you like cilantro around me. Disgusting. I don't want cilantro anywhere. Get it out of my face. No cilantro. If you like cilantro, we can't eat Mexican food together. I don't even want it near me. I don't even want it in the same city, dude. I want cilantro to be illegal at Mexican places. Why are you ruining a perfectly good thing? Am I getting really... Uh, don't get me started on raw onions. Oh, don't you put those anywhere near my perfect burrito, I swear. I love uh, hot sauce, habanero, and stuff like that, too. Kinda SFW. When are you cutting your hair, and when will you post the video of it? Um, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about cutting it soon, actually. It's getting pretty long. And, um... Thinking about going with a different style, guys. What? 
what should I get? Should I cut it on stage? I don't know. What should I do? At Jake underscore DeMars, do you think Reagan Watkins will ever go on tour? Any update on your guys' album would be nice. Uh, one thing um, that uh, is interesting, I mention a lot of this stuff in the intro of this podcast, uh, but sometimes whenever it goes to YouTube, I don't put the intro on there. So I feel like a lot of people don't even know about like some of the updates that I've been given about Reagan Watkins and other stuff like that. Reagan Watkins, yes, we will be going on tour eventually. I truly believe that. Uh, we're actually going to be at Skankfest this year performing songs. And hopefully, freaking hopefully, our album should be out by then. We have the masters. We're talking to some labels right now. We're trying to figure out what the best deal is, if we should go with the label or if we should just do it ourselves and self-release it. But it's done. We're very excited about it and very excited to get it in your ear holes. So, yeah. Also, if you, for whatever reason, only listen on YouTube or watch on YouTube, I do this thing called the Kindness Challenge every week where I challenge you, the audience, the viewer or the listener, however you consume this podcast, to do something kind, something nice, out of the kindness of your heart for a stranger or it can be somebody that you know. It can be little. It can be big. It doesn't matter as long as you're contributing something positive to society, okay? So, email me what you did during the week that was, you know, the kindest challenge that that you accepted and uh, email it to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com if you don't know about it. Because I, I posted a picture on my Instagram and a lot of people are like, this is great. And I was like, oh, I feel like a lot of people are actually not aware of this. So I want to get that out there. What's your biggest fear as a performer? At Dave B. Tweeting. Biggest fear, honestly, is probably becoming... Um, uh, irrelevant and not in touch and not aware that you're not good anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, I see, uh, you know, older comics, it's really sad, uh, sometimes who maybe have been out on the road too much and they're not staying current with their references and stuff. They're not realizing that they're coming off as old and they're not like on the pulse of what's going on. And that's a uh, kind of fear. So that's why it's important to, uh, keep writing and updating different stuff. And, uh, maybe, um, a lot of people, a lot of people did not like my Jordan Peterson impression. Oh, bloody hell, they said. Oh, oh, this is this sounds nothing like Jordan Peterson. A lot of people got rather, rather upset with, with what I was doing. And I'm going to keep working on the impression because the YouTube comments got eaten alive. I try not to read the YouTube comments even, even though... I have a lot of supporters on YouTube, and I'm a sensation there. A lot of followers. But perhaps, perhaps, you're not looking close enough at the impression, and rather it could be actually good. You don't know. I don't know. Is it? Perhaps. Okay. At <laughs> uh, Macintosh Films. Gary Woodens, guy from Seattle who hangs around fish market and tells Taurus about the time he bought brought a gun on a train. Hmm. You, what are you looking for, huh? You want some cod? You want some trout? You want some bass? Yeah, what do you want? Huh? Okay, sure, yeah. Oh, you want to hear the time I brought uh, a Beretta on the train, huh? You want to hear about that? <sighs> it was a... Uh, September 1997, before they uh, really started, uh, you know, cracking down on, uh, on you know, train security. And uh, I didn't shoot it or nothing like that, but I um, showed it to a few ladies and a kid 
walked by and he's like, is that a toy gun? And I was like, no, it's a real thing. Shut up, you little idiot. Anyway, do you want any rainbow trout or, uh, you know, do you want any sushi down the corner? There you go. That's a guy who's selling the fish who uh, <laughs> keeps wanting to talk about the time he brought a gun on a train. All right, let's get into this final segment of the show. It's Sax Talk. Oh, Sax that's right. I'm going to tell a story of one of my sexual encounters and accompany myself with some sax. And you may be thinking, Jeremiah, what sax is that? I haven't really seen that much. So uh, I said a while ago, um, I've been having some uh, some dental issues. And uh, this tenor takes a little bit more air and uh, takes a little bit harder of a bite. But um, I've been building uh, my strength up with my teeth and uh, my wind a little bit more since I've been playing my alto more. And I got a tune-up on this uh, at the music store recently. Shout out to Kyle Stolz over at uh, at Sam Ash. He did a, uh, a tune-up which helped actually this mechanism right here uh, was causing it to make it a little bit harder to blow and uh, it kept... Um, uh, you know, being squeaky and stuff like that. So I'm able to play this uh, again, and this is the sax that I I bought. Um, this is like a seven eight hundred dollar saxophone that I bought um, using uh, last year. I with uh, the Monster Energy drink, uh, some of the money that I made from that tour with Tony Hinchcliffe and Ralphie May uh, gave me um, uh, money from that tour as well. And then uh, my mom chipped in as a wedding gift. So everybody uh, gave like. Uh, a few hundred bucks uh, to make this happen back in 2017. This this is a sax from 2017 that I haven't really been able to enjoy and play that much, and I'm trying to play it a little bit more now that uh, my mouth is up to it. So it has a, a little bit different sound to it. And uh, let's get into sax talk and uh, finish this thing out, ladies and gentlemen. So my story goes back to high school, senior prom. <laughs> A little bit squeaky. Let's try that again. Oh, yeah. There we are. So, senior prom. I go. And this is way before I lost my virginity. And I pick up a girl named Alexa for prom. And she is looking fly. She's got tons of beads all over her dress, spaghetti strap, just enough to make a boy get all horned up. So I'm taking her to prom, and back before I lost my virginity, I was not masturbating a ton, so anything would give me, your boy, a big ol' fat boner. So we're dancing on the, on the dance floor, we're out there, and every time she grazes me, your boy <laughs> gets a boner. Yeah, that's right. It didn't matter if it was a hip, an elbow, uh, a finger that happened to be moving as it passed by. 
any touch to the skin or to the shoulder or to the waist gave your boy a boner. So we're dancing and 50 Cent's Candy Shop comes on. And you know what that means. It's grinding time. We're going back and forth. We're grinding back and forth. And as I mentioned, she was wearing a beaded dress. Let's just say my hog started going up back and forth against those beads on her backside. And the chaperones were nowhere to be found at my public high school senior prom dance. So my boner is slapping back and forth (laughs) across her butt. (laughs) And beads are starting to fly everywhere. Beads are starting to hit the floor. And I am hard as a rock. Like a rock. Strong as you can be. Like a rock. As strong as it can be. So, basically, that's the farthest that I got the entire night until I dropped her off at the end. This was the game time decision. What was Jeremiah going to do with Alexa? I worked up the courage, and I kissed her. On the cheek. And I counted that night as a total victory. We said goodbye, and then I went straight downstairs. And you know what happened next. I was alone. And let's just say my sink got real, real dirty in my bathroom that night. My parents would be horrified to find out that I used to masturbate into the sink because it was below waist level for some reason in the basement where I used to have my bed in Kansas. So did I practice safe sex on prom night? I sure as heck did. And that's my individual sax talk. I hope you guys enjoyed that. 
and realize that um, a lot of my uh, sexual encounters are pretty tame because your boy waited until marriage. Well, technically, I started having sex with my wife before we got married. Shh, don't tell the others. <laughs> but I've only had sex with one woman, so my sexual encounter stories are not that steamy. But with saxophone, anything becomes sexy. <laughs> That's been this episode of Jeremiah Wonders. I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. If you would like to support the show, head on over to iTunes and give this uh, podcast a five-star rating and review it for me. And also, uh, you can support the show at jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal link. I love you guys. Until next time, I'm Jeremiah Watkins, and this is Jeremiah Wonders. Keep the love going, keep the positivity going, and keep that kindness going. And I'll be here as your friend, your pal, your amigo, and your podcast neighbor for the coming weeks to come. All puns intended.